welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. I hope you are well. And this week's episode is a bit of a reflection and a bit of thought process thinking from me. I might even construct a sentence that makes sense if you're lucky, but occurred to me that actually we're really, really close, if not on the um, the anniversary of when the UK was put into national lockdown. In fact, it'll be March the 23rd will be the one year anniversary since everything totally and utterly changed. And boy, did it change. And boy, did it change in ways I don't think many of us. There might have been a couple, but I don't think many people expected it to be this much of an impact. I think it was three weeks to start with, then a couple of months and definitely, definitely over by Christmas. (laughs) I'm laughing now. It's not a laughter full of joy. But I just wanted to reflect on the lessons I've learned over the past 12 months for podcasting in particular. And there's a few things actually that I think are really, really beneficial and really well worth just marking, noting and seeing if we can move on, take them with us as we go forwards. So the first thing I wanted to think about or talk to you about is that how having a podcast this last year has actually helped keep me focused and get me focused as well. I remember this time last year so well, and I know you do as well. I know you do. But me personally, I was in a total, total panic. Even in the days before the 23rd of March, I spent most of my days feeling sick because I was watching client after client just cancel on me. Now, my business at that point, in particular, sort of February, March time, I'd been exploring recording events and repurposing them as podcasts. I'd done one in 2019 and it had gone really well and the feedback had gone well. And so beginning of 2020, I thought well, this could be a really good thing for me to do, to focus on. And I was just getting some really good contacts. In fact, I'd made loads of progress um, making contacts. I'd come up with proposals. They were millimetres away from being signed off. And it all just disappeared. Disappeared in just the space of days and hours and oh even just talking about it now I feel a little bit queasy and it was just heartbreaking and then some of my long-standing editing clients they also started to cancel on me because their clients were cancelling on them as well and I was just remember feeling utterly hopeless and utterly utterly devastated and I know so many other people were in a very similar situation. I went and got myself a job doing nights at our, our local supermarket so that I could make sure I could pay the bills. And of course, then still do this job as the day job. 
or at least figure out what the day job was going to be. And it was while I was doing all of that that I really began to understand what my podcast was about. I had the extra space and time stacking shelves to have a little think about everything that was going on. I began to understand what the podcast was about, who it was for and why I was doing it. So my podcast is for you. It is to help you start and keep on podcasting. And in particular, when you don't necessarily know where to start, you're not a tech geek, you're not ready to spend tens of thousands of pounds on it either. And actually, in fact, weirdly enough, figuring out who my podcast was for actually helped me figure out exactly what I should be doing in my business. So it was a really, really good way for me to nail down what it is I was doing. And it could be a really, really good way for you to finally nail down what it is you're doing as well. And as well as that kind of focus, so that focus on the business and that focus on what it was I'm doing, the podcast also helped anchor me a little bit while I was lost at sea. And I was, I was lost for a while last year, I'll be honest. But knowing I had committed to producing this podcast meant I had something to do. It gave me that focus. It gave me that, no, it's worth doing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's keep doing it. And because it wasn't a huge, massive thing to do, it was just record a podcast episode each week and put it out. Keeping that content going was such an achievement and I began celebrating it and I began embracing it. And just having that little bit of positivity, that little focus each week gave me the confidence to keep going and to keep building. And it is so, so, so easy to not celebrate the little things. I'm terrible at just glossing over all the victories and concentrating on all the things that I haven't done well enough. So what I want is, having thought about it, is I'm now thinking, now actually, just remember the little things that you do all the time, those little victories, and actually learn that celebrating those little victories actually adds up to all the bigger achievements. You don't get the huge achievements without the little bigger, the little achievements building the block to the bigger achievements. Now, you don't need a full lockdown. You don't need a pandemic to lose focus or feel all lost at sea. Life throws us enough curveballs and ups and downs to throw us off kilter at the, the best of times. So I say now, this is my new thing, having a podcast and committing to publishing it, whether you're publishing weekly or whenever, committing to doing that is a great way to keep your mind on your business, keep yourself on track and... And give yourself a win that you can celebrate. You've got this podcast, you're getting it out there, you are doing it. That in itself is an achievement and should be celebrated. And by being positive about what we're doing, we're going to feel better for it. And I would go so far as to say the podcast was a business and potentially lifesaver for me because I had something to do when I didn't feel like I had anything to do. That makes sense. Next, next thing that I've thought about when it comes to reflecting is actually having a plan and having a plan to change is far better than having no plan and no idea where to start when it all goes tits 
because <laughs> it, it did it all went tits uh, March last year beginning of March last year in fact it was the 4th of March last year I don't know why I'm remembering all these dates March was obviously a, a year where I remembered every date going it was March the 4th that the um, I headed to Manchester I think it was the last time I've been on a train there you go March the 4th uh, I headed to Manchester for a planning session with Janet Murray now during that session it was great got to meet a few people there was 10 of us in the room uh, and I made some amazing plans for quarter two quarter three and quarter four in 2020 of course they all got pooped on from a great height in the space of uh, 19 days not even three weeks did my plans stay in place for last year but I had a plan and by having a plan, it put me further ahead of everybody who didn't have a plan. The people who were a bit aimless to start with, which, if I'm being honest, hello, that was me in 2019. I had lots of ideas, but no plan. And that was evident in the fact I started this podcast and then let it slide. It was one of my ideas that didn't have a plan. So when I tell you start your podcast with a plan it's my mistake that I made I just went oh it'll be fine I'll come up with something I'll come up with something and then every time there was a bump in the road it got put away because I didn't have anything to to, to start with there was no solid foundation and having a plan that does that it gives you a solid foundation whether the plan is for your business your podcast plan, your social media plan, your running plan even. I've not been having a, a running plan recently and you can tell my runs haven't been as good. So plan, plan, plan. But a plan does not and should not be set in stone. Make it flexible. Be ready for changing it up when needed. And I don't just mean when there's a pandemic. I planned the first quarter of this year, 2021's podcasts, in November last year. A few of those episodes that I originally planned out last year haven't made it to air. In fact, most recently, episode 55, which was from a couple of weeks ago, is the most recent example of this. I spoke about the cover art in that episode. Now, in my November planning session, I had no intention of making an episode covering cover art, not written down anywhere. However, recently I kept seeing questions being asked around cover art on Facebook, on LinkedIn, all those sorts of places. So I thought, hang on a minute, this is what people are talking about. This must be going on. If one, if a few people are talking about it already, then, it, you know, there's a conversation going on that I need to make part of it. So I did. I decided I'd do an episode about cover art and how you design your podcast cover art. Equally, I've been toying with doing an episode about Clubhouse, uh, but decided actually against it until I get to know Clubhouse a little bit better and what it can do for your podcast. And I've potentially got that episode penciled in for a bit later on this year. Now, I know I'm not the coolest of people, so this is going to be no surprise to anyone. Um, I'd not even heard of Clubhouse until December. I know you're shocked. I'm usually like the coolest person I know, right? But no, I hadn't even heard of Clubhouse until December. So how was I going to plan to do a podcast about it in November? So this time last year, I threw out my original plans for the podcast because I had started thinking about planning at this point. And then I did a daily special for about a week about ways to keep podcasting in a pandemic. And that was the best decision I made. 
chucking out the plans for the podcast, starting again and replanning. I'm hoping, to be honest, my 2020 plans do come back in one form or another in 2022, but I'm also being flexible and I'm not counting my chickens either. The next thing that I think has changed and lessons have been learnt on is really interesting because I say I now don't need a studio and neither do you. Now, I've always been a bit, you can do it hodgepodge, make, do, amend, DIY. That's the best thing about podcasts. Always have. I've been a big advocate of just do it, just go for it, go for it. But one of my things to achieve pre-pandemic was to have my own podcast studio. It was what I did my visualisation with. It was one of my whys, the framework of lots of what I would do. In fact, I would ask myself most days, what am I doing today that's going to get me one step closer to owning my podcast studio? That's how big it was for me. Now, I can't remember the last time I said that. I'm just trying to think back. Nope, I can't think about the last time I said that. Although I do have a not very secret desire to convert a camper van or something similar to a mobile podcast studio, go traveling around the country, recording events, etc. Because, you know, once a radio reporter out driving the radio car all days, all hours, all places, then I think you're always a radio reporter out driving the radio car. I just love the idea of having my mobile studio in the in the in the back of the, the camper van going out to places and just recording podcasts all over the place. I just have this vision and I think it'd be fabulous. But in all seriousness, you don't need a fully kitted out professional studio to record your podcasts. Yes, there are better places to record than others. If you're recording at home or in an office, don't record in your bathroom. Don't record in those lovely boardrooms that are all glass yet. Don't, all right? That's going to sound terrible. But you can make all the adjustments you need at home or in the office to make it sound good. In fact, your home is probably a better place to start with because you'll have nice soft furnishings, you've got access to a duvet to crawl under and record your podcast in because yep, that's the glamour of podcasting underneath the duvet in the old blanket den that you've made. The pandemic has really helped free me from my perfectionism and I don't think I'm the only person that has found this as well so you don't need a studio I promise and talking about moving on from perfectionism zoom will do yeah remote recordings they've come on leaps and bounds um if nothing else at least now people understand what I'm saying when I, when I say so we'll just hop on a zoom call so what now it's just like, oh yeah, yeah, I've got Zoom. I know that. I know what that is. I don't have to send my videos out on how to use Zoom or how to use all the other different bits. Um, and the concept of doing it is an alien. And that's so important as well because the concept and the kind of the barriers people put up when they go, I don't know this technology. I don't understand what's going to happen. I don't know how to do it. Means that they're putting themselves, you know, they're putting a barrier up in front of themselves when it comes to the interview. And they're going to be worried about the technology going wrong. So they won't relax and you won't get the best out of your guest if you're doing a guest that way. So that's why I think the pandemic has done some benefits for remote recording. Also... Also, other services have come on really, really well during the pandemic. I'm not sure how much of this was planned before March 2020, 
but it's been really beneficial to everybody on all budgets you've got you know more different platforms coming on board more people doing video more people doing uh, uh, the, the whole thing itself so it's really really useful that there's stuff out there and like I say saying to someone it's a bit like zoom gets it in their brain that it's okay and it's safe and they're not going to muck it up for you so that's really good and also if you do need to use zoom use zoom for goodness sake it's okay just a couple of things that you can do and in fact you should do this for any remote recording where you're relying on an internet connection make sure you and your guest have a strong internet connection i hardwire my internet in my broadband is plugged directly into my computer there's no wi-fi it is just an internet connection straight away and that just means that it's just a little bit more reliable and where possible record on your computer not to the cloud that again just helps keep it a little bit more reliable the other good news about zoom is we are now so used to hearing and seeing interviews on the telly in fact that have been recorded on zoom that our ears are accepting what we're hearing on Zoom a lot more freely. It's not so jarring anymore. We're not there going, oh, that doesn't sound like normal. We're there going, oh, it's a, it's a Zoom call and we forgive it. We are forgiving it a lot more easily. It's become normal as well. I've, you know, the fact that it is normal, the fact that my mum knows how to use Zoom is great because it means at a point in time when you're starting to, starting your podcast and you've got all the different things to learn if you don't have to learn zoom or another way of recording your podcast interviews that's brilliant that's one less thing for you to worry about fabulous and it's one less thing for your guests to learn and know and understand as well so yeah zoom will do we can all be more forgiving of things like that i don't think this next one will come as a surprise to you when I say I've realised just how important human relationships are. But the key thing is, is I've realised you can absolutely build those relationships on podcasts even more than I thought you could previously. I am a bit of a hugger. A hugger for people I like, not just a random hug everyone I vaguely know. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm selective with who I give hugs to. I, I've been missing my hugs from my friends and, of course, my family. But you know what? Listening to podcasts has been a bit of a substitute for actual human contact. Now, stay with me on this. I always listen to podcasts on my own, always once I shared a podcast experience with my husband that sounds far ruder than it was meant to we were camping and listening to podcasts in the tent in the rain there we go I'm not making it sound any better am I but it just was weird I don't know why we'd happily listen to the radio together but listening to the podcast together just didn't feel right I can't explain why it was just strange so that was the only experience that was the only shared podcast experience I've had now listening to podcasts thinking about the way I listen to podcasts the vast 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 majority of times that I do listen to podcasts it's through headphones and it's just me and the person talking to me 
And I have felt closer to some of these podcast hosts than I have with people who I'm apparently friends with on Facebook and know in real life. I'm not exaggerating. I have celebrated the wins that these podcast hosts have had. I have nodded along in agreement with stories they've shared. And I've also felt some stomach punches at the truth bombs they have dropped at me. The voices in my headphones have been my friends, genuinely my friends, more than ever these past 12 months. They've been showing up and keeping me company when I had nobody else around because of the pandemic. So because nobody could come and visit, I couldn't go visit people. I had to rely on voices in headphones, voices on podcasts to keep me company. Podcasts were still able to join me on runs. They were able to sit with me while I had a coffee. They were able to stay up late with me when I was sewing all the masks in the world. And I was, I think I sewed them all. Not all of them, most of them. I found my company in podcasts and I also found communities and friendships in podcasts. I can't overstate how brilliant podcasts are for doing this, building those relationships, building those communities and building your authority as well. One of the big things last year was the whole staying at home thing. Nobody going to work, well, a few people going to work, but the big stay at home thing. So the commutes just disappeared. Bye, everyone's at home, the cars are going nowhere, petrol went down to ridiculously small prices. And that worried me a little bit. I was worried about what would happen to podcasting as we were all ordered to stay at home. Exercise was confusing. The advice around exercise, nobody seemed to quite know what we were allowed to do, what we weren't allowed to do. And I think it just got out that it was, oh, just 30 minutes a day was what you know was, got, was bandied around, certainly in the UK. And of course, homeschooling happened as well. So what would that mean for podcasts? Were they going to get forgotten about as our routines flew out the window? With no commute to work, when were you going to listen to your podcast? With no long runs, when were you going to listen to your podcasts? It worried me. It really worried me that it was going to be a problem and I wasn't going to be able to keep telling people, well, podcasts are growing. You want to get a podcast? Podcasts are growing. Podcasts are growing. You want to get a podcast? And yeah, there was a dip. Of course there was. There was a dip in listening to start with. There was a lot going on. That dip, though, has recovered and podcasting is continuing to grow both in listening to podcasts, awareness of podcasts and the creation of podcasts. Woohoo! That makes me happy. Of course it does. And now people are beginning to get their way back to work in some places. Of course, key workers kept working throughout. Hashtag thank you all key workers. Hashtag you're all heroes. Hashtag you are all amazing. And podcast listening is there still. It is absolutely there still. People are still interested in podcasts for for listening to. I often get asked if podcasting has reached a plateau and if you should bother starting a podcast if everyone else has got a podcast because, you know, there's gazillions out there. Well, first of all, there's not gazillions out there. There's still plenty of room to to grow for podcasting. So yes, you should absolutely start a podcast. You're not too late. There is room in the podcast market. It is still growing. And nobody, not one person on this planet has a podcast that is identical to yours. Because what makes your podcast? You. You are the key to your podcast. And to finish with, 
I'm going to uh, state the blindingly, amazingly, uh, just, I, I, I can't even speak, it's that obvious. Pandemics are tiring. Oh, yes. Yeah, I went there. I went there. I went and told you what you know already. It's been an exhausting 12 months. And that has also taught me something else. Because if I could change anything in my life when it comes to podcasting, I mean, if I'm going to change anything in my life, it'll be that I'm a million gazillionaire. But, you know, let's keep it to what I have got in my control. Um, so anything in my podcasting life, it would be that I do this podcast in a series or seasons, if that's what you want to call it, and not ongoing. Now, don't think for one second I'm saying I don't love this podcast, that I don't enjoy doing this podcast. But actually, it would be good to have a regular break, have a reset and a refresh every now and again but at, at, at planned times so that I can go have a look back, figure out what went well, figure out what needs to change or be brought back up and then move on to the next series, re-energised, recharged, ready to go. Now, because podcasting is so ruleless, this might be something I do later this year. It might be something that I bring in going into seasons. But definitely, 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 if I was starting a podcast now, I would want to have that get out clause of a series or a season to allow me that extra freedom. It also just helps keep you fresh. And keeping things fresh is really, really important. And it also, importantly as well, helps prevent your podcast becoming a bit of a chore. Because when it's a chore to produce, it's a bore to listen to. And that's a new phrase I've just made up. Or at least I hope I have. I hope I haven't just ripped it off of someone having seen it somewhere, completely forgotten where I've seen it. And I think that I've made it up. I know the last 12 months haven't been easy at times. It's been a rocky road and I really hope right now though that the light that we're seeing is that light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a false dawn I should be a politician with some of these things that I'm saying there have though been some really interesting moments along the way and many of those interesting moments over the last 12 months I've experienced because I've had my podcast and I've had the community I'm building through it so if you want to get your podcast started because it's not too late, you can download chapter one of my podcast planning toolkit. Just go to my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. You'll get an annoying pop-up, put your details in and you will get the download. Chapter one of the podcast planning toolkit is free and it goes through the really, really, really important foundation stage that your podcast needs first and indeed foremost. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope it's made you think. I hope it's made you look back over the last 12, 12 years. No, last 12 months and think about what you've been doing and how things have changed, how things have developed. And if you haven't started your podcast, you still can. And I really, really want you to. I do. I do. I do. You can get in touch with me on all the usual social media platforms. I'm on LinkedIn, Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. I'm on Instagram at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. It's the same handle for Facebook at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. And on Twitter, it is at CF Podcasts. All right, look after yourself and let's see you next week.